Hello, welcome back to the uh, Chirpin' Yodies podcast, where uh, this is going to be me and uh, Steadhead Granny talking hockey. We're calling this a uh, fireside chat, something we might, you know, keep doing every now and then. But, uh, Granny, how are you doing? Uh, that's a tough question to answer. Yeah, considering we're down 8-1. <laughs> to 9-1. One. 9-1? One. One? Oh, gee, I missed one. I've stopped giving one. you it. I've just, I've just stopped giving you updates because it's just like... Yeah. You know? oh. Well, hey, the season's almost over, so we got that going for us. Yep. So, yeah. But besides the product on the ice, you know, we have the uh, arena deal kind of getting some progress. So that's kind of nice. Yeah. yeah, we do. We still have the FAA hanging over us. Um, and... That look, that's just that's going to be an issue until it's not. Um, we can say whatever we want about it's Phoenix being. Oh, what's the word? Kind of two faced about it all. Yeah, but it's the FAA. It's one of the organizations that has the power to kill this. Um. So until that's not an issue, it is. Ah, uh, but. Everything else is seeming pretty positive to it. I think the Sun Devils and the Coyotes trying to work out the college basketball being there is huge for getting Tempe involved. I mean, anybody that's not for it should see that and think, oh, well, man, it's already moving like that. Maybe this is a good thing after all. Yeah, I mean, that, um, I was just telling my girlfriend that uh, today or yesterday that the ASU partnership with the arena is already paying fruit. I mean, we're already seeing, I guess, the dividends of that. It's it's great. They they really had our back. I think that's really going to make or break what we got going on, in my opinion. Yeah, I think if we get approved, a lot of that's going to be on ASU. A lot of that's going to be on ASU. And I expect ASU to be given a little pat on the back from the NHL in the form of a winter classic when it's all said and done. Absolutely. Definitely tip of the cap for sure. ASU, one of the best schools, you know, my favorite school. So it's all working out. Yes, it is. It's just make some progress. Let's get this voted on. I'm just sick of it being in the news. Let's get it voted on. Break news or break ground. And move on with our lives. And then we get Austin Matthews on our team. So the sooner the better. Yep. Especially being down nine to freaking one. Oh, it's just since Keller has been hurt, this team is a completely different team. Yeah, crush the spirit. I think. It will crush the spirit, and we just don't have scoring. any offensive firepower. Yeah. We can't hold the puck in the zone for sustained amounts of time. We can't. Oh, my. They're doing the wave. They're I love the it. Wave. Oh, man. Every time. This is, what, the third straight game that teams have done the wave on us? Yeah, it's awful. Oh, man. What you know? It betters our chances in the lottery, so I guess we got that going for us. That's one positive to take away from this. Yep. It's 
Oh. I mean, it's the pink. It's just I just wish it wasn't so painful. Yeah, it's. Uh, but you know what? In what four or five years, and this team is just absolutely firing all cylinders, being like the Suns are today. I'll take it. It's worth it. Yeah, I mean that's just it. We won't remember. We won't remember this. Yeah. No, definitely not. What we will remember in the playoff runs. Deep ones. Yep. The the battles. The goals. The superstars we get. Oh, man. You imagine that? It's coming. Gonna be the best. It makes us worth it, honestly. That's really what I'm kind of here for. Because, you know, like, we're terrible, sure. But I feel like it's 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 a, it's a blueprinted terrible. Whereas the D backs, you know, I hate to rag on them, but you know they're kind of not looking too good with no real blueprinted plan in place. It is a blueprinted school, and in my opinion, what's worse than being terrible is being mediocre. Absolutely, because when you're mediocre, you really don't even have an avenue out of that. Um, unless you just have stuff break right and get lucky. Yeah. And we were mediocre for way too long. Um, as you all, I mean, as everyone who's listening to this knows, I'm all for the tank. Yeah. I believe this was the right thing. I believe it was the right way to go. I just wish this team was a little bit more competitive. But man, it really shows how much we need Keller. It's like the, the Battle of Clayton Hill keeps paying off, man. Keep winning that one. Yep, no kidding. I uh, uh, shared that with a friend of mine recently, too, so he's listened to that. There we um, go. But, uh, yeah, so... That's why our ranking went up. We have I did see that our, uh, our ranking in the United States went up, so someone was listening to us, a lot of us. Yeah. Well, that's good, considering... Yeah. Uh, we have not been good about getting podcasts out lately. Just a lot of personal life going on for everybody on pod. So Crazy month it's been, um, really. It has been for everyone. So it's kind of what we thought about doing this for because we just want to get something out. Yeah, I miss and being in the studio. So, uh, but I believe you had something else that we were going to talk about tonight. Yeah. The uh, so it's funny you, you said you're looking at yours and I was thinking of mine the uh, the Shane Doan gnome, um, you know, I think that was just cool to talk about the best giveaways they've done because you know the Thor that Jacob Chikrin Thor is going to be really freaking cool. So I was just thinking, other I think I have I think we talked about off air. I have the the gnome retirement jersey and retirement yeah retirement numbers for Doan. Uh, I have a Yoki, Oli Jokinen one my cousin gave me. He had it in like his attic or something. Uh, a couple of the bottle openers and oh, the um, Pacific Champion. Nice. Um, I have the uh, Keith. I have the Keith Kachuk. I have the Shane Doe Gnome. I have the Obiz Juan Kenobi, which I want so bad. Yeah, that one. That one's uh, that one's probably my centerpiece of it. Definitely should be. I have the OEL locker, and 
I don't know if everyone felt this way, but I really like those mini lockers. Yes, actually, you remind me. Really I have, cool. The thing I forgot was my I have a Vermette locker that my cousin gave me because he didn't like Vermette, so he gave it to me. It was just chilling in his car, like the side little panel thing, and I was like, what the heck is this? He said, keep it. So it's one of my favorites. Yeah, see, I like, I like those things. I think they're pretty cool. Um, Do that for an update. But, yeah. but this this chick or bobblehead they're giving away is going to be top five of the giveaways. I've oh, seen. yeah. For sure. Um, the Shane Doe Gnome's up there. The Obiz One Kenobi's up there. Mm-hmm. Most of the top five really is bobbleheads, because let's be real. Bobbleheads are what you want at a giveaway. Yeah, it's just the perfect level of novelty. Perfect level of novelty, perfect level of collectability. I mean, if they're collectible enough to be in a Fallout game, you know they're collectible. That's the best part of the Fallout game. Right? Um, oh, that banner's pretty cool, I, though. The Pacific Champions banner, that's a pretty rare. I don't think a lot of people have that anymore that I know of. Probably not. I wasn't down to the game when we got that. I had a friend get me one. It was a graduation gift. She went, uh, this was years ago. I was like in high school. She went and she got me the puck from the Nashville series and then she and then um, the banner. That's, that's nice. Yeah. Pretty cool graduation Amazingly gift. enough, I'm looking around and I have no giveaways from wild games. So gotta change that. That's weird. I have a few Timberwolves ones. But all my giveaways that I have outside of those couple Timberwolves ones is the Yeah, the uh Coyotes. I have a carry piece of my collection. What's it? I said I have the uh what do you call it? My goodness, it just slowly escaped my mind. Oh, never mind. I'll edit this out. <laughs> no, you didn't. Uh, what's going on? You said you'll edit this out. Yeah, I said because I lost my train of thought. <laughs> like okay. mid-file, I was like, shit. So I'll edit this little chunk out. Sounds good. Um, But aside from those top ones, I really... I mean, most giveaways are what they are. Pretty cheap knick-knack stuff. Um, that only, like, super fans want. Like, I don't know how many people actually keep them, you know, and don't sell them off or something right away. Yeah, exactly. I mean, how many of those Thor bobbleheads are going to be on eBay after I bought this a couple. Game? Yeah, I bought a couple. Well, not Thor ones, but I bought the Dome Gnome and uh, the Cowboy Dome one. I bought the Obizwan Kenobi and the Keith Kachuk. Oh, and I have the Howler hat. The little mascot, like ear flap hat. My aunt got it for me. She went to a game that had it, and she mailed it to me. It was awesome. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, there's no giveaways quite like hockey giveaways, though. No, definitely Uh, not. Definitely not. I think... Actually, there was one cool one for the local MLS team, the Austin FC. They actually had a really sick Yeti hat. That they're giving away to the like first like ten thousand or whatever or yeah three thousand. Nice. It was, dope. it was yeah, it was pretty sick. And then I know the Red Wings had well, yes, there's bobbleheads, so yeah, never mind. 
the ones I know of. Yeah, oh, the D-backs. Bubbleheads are always a spe- special thing. I know here in Minnesota, when the Twins have a bobblehead day, I mean, the, the lines around the block. You have to get there like a day early to get one. That's awesome. What a, that's also a super passionate fan base too. Ravenous. Yeah. I also have um, uh, Jake Lamb, the, uh, the old D-backs player. I have him in a Coyotes jersey for like that D-backs night. I think my cousin gave me that one, I think. I don't remember who I got that one. Man, Jake Lamb. That's uh... <laughs> terrible. Terrible. <laughs> started out good, though. I had a shirt. He had, one, he had one good year. Yeah, right. I actually got one of his like player shirts, whatever. I just chose one. And my cousin, Josh, he's probably listening to this, just gives me shit for liking him all the time. He never lets me forget. Even that one year you supported Jake Lamb, I was like, bro, shut up. It was this one year. Uh, yeah, but he was pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, he did have that, like I said, he did have one year where he was pretty good. He balled out one for one year. year. Yep. That's all he needs. That one year led to us hanging on firm for, what, two, three too many because we wanted to recapture that one year. I think we wanted to trade him towards the end of that, like, second or third year, but no one wanted him. Well, that figures. That's that's typical D-backs. Yep. I'm Hang still mad. there until he's got yeah. zero trade value. Yeah, exactly. Um, D-backs. Just, I, there's there's so much more D-back stuff I could rant about right now. God, um, same. Yeah. So we should probably change the subject and get back to the coyotes <laughs> before we just go on on so many different separate rants about God. direction and <laughs> planning and what is this even doing and all of that. Oh, you know that at actually. Least the coyotes, at least the coyotes are bad with a plan. That's true. That's what I'm thankful for. It's like you know, I got some girlfriend this too. She's like we like a terrible hockey team, which. We do like a terrible hockey team, but terrible by design. And I'm just excited to see that pay dividends. I'm saving receipts. I'm remembering things. So that way, when all the Vegas fans come to us in five years, I can't wait. Can't wait. Just bookmark the tweets like I do. Absolutely, sir. Like I do. Absolutely. They aren't worth fighting the battles now. It nope. really isn't. Yep. They're just going to be in a circular argument. Fight the battle when you know you have the upper hand. Exactly, you know. And then the another thing I, I thought was interesting, it's kind of on topic, but um, I'll get there. I'll explain how it's on topic. On topic. Uh, so Chelsea having a big sale. I'm sure you've heard of it. You know, the whole just Russian war. Don't need to get into it. Well, the weird thing is, it's become this super public thing to where like regular supporters can just see like who this person, I know the like Ricketts, the Cubs owner, I guess the family were making a bid and they said some comments, some, I don't know. Uh, the guy who owns the Dodgers, which please, holy God, do not buy them for that reason alone. But like, they're also seeing like the entire list of all their um, like beneficiaries, donors, you know, loans, whatever. And I just thought like, man, it'd be crazy if like when we're getting Alex Morello as their owner of like, we saw all that we saw like who their investment group is and like how, what they have, like they had to write like a whole thing down of like how they're going to take care of the club and, you know, maintain this and that. So it was like, man, imagine if a hockey did that. Man, if, 
Yeah. Obviously, they do do that. Um, the NHL just has that list. It's just not made public. But I imagine it being public. Football clubs are a little bit different story because of how rabid the fan bases are. Yeah, I'll say. You've been on Bleacher Report every time a Chelsea loses a game? Holy crap. I also think it might have something to do with European laws. Yeah, the government's involved in this one. So I know they have to get like the agreement from obviously the Chelsea board of directors and then like this company called Rain because it's a middleman arranging the deal. And then they also get UK government has to sign off on it too, which that was interesting. Well, I mean, if it's a government seized thing, it makes makes sense. Which again, we probably shouldn't stray too far into that, but I just thought it was interesting just like thinking of like, man, imagine if like we did see who what's the last guy that owned us? Um was his Barraway. name? Barraway. I just about to just hit me. Imagine like we've seen his investment group, like who donated, who's part of it. You know, this be just, I don't know, I thought that was interesting. That was the one that in the open. interests me the most is Ice Edge Holdings. Remember them? Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. They owned us for what was it, nine months and then went bankrupt. Yeah. Yeah. We destroyed the whole company. <laughs> oh. oh boy. What a team, man. This team has been to the ringer. I mean it's hard to be a true fan of this team. You definitely have to have some kind of masochism. Masochism. I mean, really, there is no other word for it. I was going to try to think of a nicer term, but <laughs> at this point, you have to love the pain. I moved states. I was given a fresh slate. Everybody else in my family jumped ship. I could have. I chose not to. And it'll be worth oh, it, man, is it painful. Final. I mean, have we had any really good luck? Like, have we had something that, I mean, I don't want to sound pessimistic, but, like, have we had something that, that justifies? I mean, if we got a Stanley Cup and we were terrible for, like, 10 years, I'm like, hey, you know what? We won the Cup. Like, the, you know. That's just it. Like, like you were talking that. about earlier, it's mediocrity. Yeah. Because... We haven't even been truly bad enough outside of one or two years to get a top pick. So we've just been mediocre. We've been in the seventh worst, or or, yeah, seventh worst team to 12th worst team our entire existence. And uh, that's why I'm okay with the tank. That's why I'm okay with as bad as we're playing right now with this because. Man, mediocrity is well. It's the Charlotte Hornets. It's us. It's the D backs. The D backs. The D backs have had some success though. That's in true. Some awful years. Well, actually, really, our our first like ten years are pretty pretty pog. But then you get into like past that, not too good. Yeah. But at least I'll take it. At least we have a, you know, you know, it was 20 years ago. It's kind of long to be waiting for a new one. But, like, at least, you know, there is some hardware in the case. But, like, I don't know. D-backs just stress that, me out. That's just it. What do we have as Coyote fans? One Pacific, on cha- <laughs> one, one Pacific Champions banner and then a Shane Doan's jersey. 
So we have that 2012 year. Mm-hmm. We've rarely had 30 goal scorers. We've had some years where we couldn't get 20 goal scorers. We've never had a 100-point player. We've never had a 90-point player. Um, I think only twice have we had a point-per-game player. It's just, I mean, since the move from Winnipeg, it's and even in Winnipeg, Winnipeg was the same way. They were mediocre. They were not that good, not that bad. It's just this franchise. Yeah. But thankfully, things look to be turning around. Yeah, I mean, really, this is the most confidence Rad and an owner. Obviously, outside of Abramovich, hate to mention him again, but I've ever had. Like, these guys, I feel like, I mean, they're not perfect. They've had their shady dealings and kind of some facepalm human errors, to say the least. Um, but it's clear that they, they care. I mean, they made a great deal with ASU, which they, they guess they didn't have to do, but it kind of benefited them. And they are willing to, I mean, still pay for you know, all the stuff when you're inside of an arena half the size. I mean, it's they're definitely dedicated to Arizona, so, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's they're dedicated to Arizona. I mean, you don't fight this hard to move the team. Yeah, and purposely um, tank. Like, what owner wants to be like, yeah, I'll suck for three years and take the, the total, you know, revenue loss just to be good again? I mean, how many really can even afford it or even would care to do so to be good? I mean, how many owners sell out, you know? No, think about it. The Philadelphia 76ers in the process was the oh, yeah. They came oh, they went so far. So far. But even that, it was three years and then the owner pulled the plug on it. Imagine if it worked. Or they kept it, I mean. Imagine that. Well, I mean, they are where they are because of the process, so. Sons and Seven. Uh, yes, there's some fantastic playoff basketball going on. Yeah, Speaking I know. of which, I wanted to talk about this because it just, it reminded me of why playoffs are just so awesome and why I can't wait for the Coyotes to get there. Yeah, but I was at the Minnesota Timberwolves play-in game, and man, that stadium a year ago was empty. Before we constantly had relocation rumors, um, there was so many issues with the Timberwolves, and. Look at what winning in a plan does. It that that crowd. I mean, I don't know if you watched that game, but you could hear it over the TV. That crowd was electric. I watched the game Just today. The atmosphere was electric, and that's what we're building towards, and that's what excites me. Is for when we get to there. I can't wait to see. It's just gonna be a painful, bumpy years in the process. Yeah, look at the Suns. I mean, I mean, obviously, you know, Robert Sarver is probably a part of that too. But you know, it's like that's what I want. I don't care if we suck. I don't. I'm not, my team's not always going to be good. But it's like, just give me, give me what the Suns have. Give me that. Give me what 
uh, let's say 76ers and the Timberwolves. Like, I want that. And I hope I can't wait for people to start chugging with the fellows with Coyote stuff on. I'm excited for that. We're going to have to do something else because chugging with the fellows is a son thing. That's awesome. We'll have to find out our own thing. I wonder what it's going to be. So, I'm about to make myself a Morph Man and Coyotes fans. All right. Mind. Let's hear it. When we get the new stadium in Tempe, when we leave Glendale, we should leave the whiteout there. You know? The whiteout was a Winnipeg thing. Yeah. The whiteout was made sense up there. Whiteout? No. It made sense back when you wore your home jerseys were the white ones. Um, Let's embrace Arizona hockey. Let's embrace a new tradition. Let's go like the sandstorm where everyone wears red or a blackout where everyone wears black or something like that. Hmm. Um, just something that's more Arizona than a whiteout. Plus the whiteout looks like you're wearing like the away jerseys for the other team. Yeah. At least to me. It, I like thought I said, of. It, it made sense back when the home team wore the white jerseys. It doesn't anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is cool looking though. I do see some pictures from like that 2012 run. I'm like, yeah, I mean, it does look pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, you're right. I think that's a good idea. And they've definitely, I think, done better. I think this ownership group also understands more than the other ones did about appealing to our market. I mean, the Red Coyote was born out of that trying to be a more traditional hockey market. And we're just, we're not, you know, I, I, obviously, I think, you know, the last 26 years have proven that. But I think they have. You know that that's that hype video they had at the beginning of the year we talked about in the pod. Uh, we have just the Kachina coming back in general. So I think this ownership group has a better understanding. So I'm sure by the time you know we start being good, I, I think they'll have something cooked up, I'm sure. Yeah, they should. Something. A red out? No, we don't have red jerseys anymore. Uh yeah, blackout. Well, no, they 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 use those to keep them. They use them this year to keep them. At least that's what Craig Morgan had said at one point. But yeah, that's right. Some copyright deal. Something, yeah, there's something we can do. Um, there's something we can do. I just like I said, I want an Arizona tradition. I don't want a Winnipeg tradition. It doesn't this Winnipeg. They still do it, don't Arizona they? Pack. What's that? Doesn't Winnipeg still do it up there? The whiteout when they have their yeah, games? they do. Yeah, which, it's weird. What a weird history having the same team come back. Well, the Browns did, actually, now I think about it. The Browns, though, I mean, the Browns never. Well, I mean, you could say the Winnipeg Jets never should have left either, but the Browns definitely never should have left Cleveland. Didn't they leave in the middle of the night, like literally? Pretty much. That's crazy. Um, Waking up and having no football team in your city. But yeah, just. Uh, and that's why I don't mind the Jets. Winnipeg is a small town, but it's a rabid fan base. I don't mind them getting their team back. I don't mind them renaming it the Jets. I really don't. It's part of their history, and I like the fact that they own that. We are the Coyotes. We aren't the Jets. Yeah. 
I know we still have Jets banners sticking up in there. I know we have that history of the team technically still, even though we share it with Winnipeg for yeah. <laughs> it's um, weird that like they we both use it, but uh, like I said, let's be the Arizona Coyotes, and that's that's it. How long did the original Winnipeg Jets last? AHA came over and what was it? I'll Google that one while you're thinking. The WHA, not the AHA, the WHA. Oh, okay. Let's see. Oh, right. I looked at Winnipeg Jets on Wikipedia and brought up the what was the Atlanta Thrashers. 1979. 79 to 1979 to 1996. Yeah. 16 years. Wow. So you've been on the desert longer. Wow. Technically, the Jets go back further than that. This is just how long they've been. Oh, gotcha. Hmm. All right, there you go. 72 to 97. Oh, I mean, really, still, though. So, I mean, 22 years? Yeah, we still have a longer history here. Wow. That really puts it in perspective. Like, I really didn't think of that. That's crazy. So, it's just... Like I said, it's just yeah, we're we're the Arizona Coyotes. Like I said, that's all I that's all I can think of when I see this. Mm-hmm. I want Coyotes traditions. I think enough they will. of that though. Yeah, I think I think this ownership group, Scott. I mean, they definitely, like I said, they're really understanding the desert. I think better than you know we tried in the past. We tried it first, I think. You know, the whole Kachina just in the '90s anyway, but the whole era after that, what 2003 to you know, this year, whatever, last year. It's a long time to have that red coyote head. That has been a while, because it's been our Glendale thing. Yeah, bro, yeah, that's when right. We moved into, they rebranded. When we moved into Glendale, we rebranded. And ironically, as we're moving out, we rebranded. Wow, full circle. So. Imagine going back in time, though, and seeing all the people saying the Glendale deal was a bad idea, just being proven right in real time. I mean, most people knew it was a bad deal. That's why our owner at the time sold. He knew it was a bad deal, and he wanted to get out before it tanked. And sure enough, it tanked, and it tanked hard. Yeah. Pretty soon it'll be a Spirit Halloween, though. Spirit Halloween. And (laughs) don't forget, the Professional Bull Riders Association will be there. Well, there we go. <laughs> Rodeos and Spirit Halloween. What a business model. Uh, yeah, what a business model. Indeed. It's just crazy. And the Cardinals, though. I think the Cardinals going out there wasn't a bad idea for them. At least it paid off, it seems like. Now it's hosting its third Super Bowl. Right? Third? Yeah. Yeah, but it's easier to get that to work six or eight to nine times a year versus... 41. And back-to-back sometimes. Yeah. You go to every game, that is. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, the, the traffic, the drive time, the mileage. Awful. awful. It all adds up. God, yeah. It's just so the most inconvenient drive ever. 
No one or the other it's, NHL teams, if given the same situation, would survive. You know what I mean? Like, if you put them in the exact, like, you know, you put the, I don't know, Kraken in a similar situation where they're kind of a city, couple cities over from their actual fans. Like, I wonder, you know, what the conversation would be like. Will they get the same gruff the Coyotes get? I mean, we'll look at the Florida Panthers. The Florida Panthers is a perfect situ- a perfect thing, a perfect comparison. They get a ton of grief, and they're in the same situation we are. Meanwhile, the Ottawa Senators are in the same situation we are as well, and they don't get none. Oh, for me, they do. Oh. I'm in their DMs. I don't care. Fuck the Ottawa Senators. Sure, Sell their them. DMs. <laughs> as the uh, kids say. Clever phrase. Anyways. Um... Did we have one more sub topic we wanted to touch on, or uh, man, I'm really open to anything. I think you can think of something. Let's see. I think. Oh yeah, you know what we did? We did. We did. Uh, the ticket prices were unveiled. What like four days ago? Something yeah. like that. Yeah, and people are. Man, it seems like at least on Facebook, very vocal about leaving the season ticket holders. So here's the thing I wanted to bring up with this. When you look across the league, we're still in the bottom four, I think, for lower-level bowl prices. We're up there for total ticket prices because every single one of our tickets is a lower-level bowl. Every single one of our tickets is premium seats. So That's true. When you compare our ticket price to other teams, we're getting... You're getting lower bowl seats in those. You're not getting your upper level seats anymore. You're not getting anything like that. And yeah, it's unfortunate. We all knew this was going to happen. We all knew the price was rising. And yet, it's really unfortunate that the product on ice will not match that ticket price right now. No. But we knew this was coming. This is part of supporting this team right now. Unfortunate. Once Tempe's built, there will be cheaper options again. And by that time, this team will be taking steps forward. Yeah, so, see what players you want to see. Only have players more key players. See, means you want to see some good fun. Yeah, I'd pay out. for Well, every single seat is a lower level seat. That's what, like... Yeah. Your worst seat is still going to be a great seat. And but the only problem, it, like the only issue, like I kind of, I guess agree, not agree with, but they're going to be really tight knit seats too. They're not going to have the rows be as big because it's a little college arena. So it's going to be a really intimate experience in many ways. Yes, it is. But fun. I mean, I went to a, you know, I hate to bring up Chelsea three times a pot, I swear. But my girlfriend took me to Austin to watch uh, at a supporters bar, and it was tight knit, but it was still fun. You know, watching the Blues get blown out. That's just it. You forget when you're when you're having fun, when you're having stuff like that. You forget about all that kind of stuff. Honestly, yeah, it makes you forget it kind of about fun. how cramped it is. Hell yeah! Till beer gets spilled on you. So, even then, if you're well, I mean, we're not going to be watching good teams, so that's going to be a different story. But uh, as just yeah, the ticket prices. It's unfortunate that it is going to price some people out. But yeah, definitely. Like I said, it. We knew this was coming. We were prepared for it. Yeah, they did say. Craig Morgan says about it before. I think. 
Yeah, he hit. I mean, everybody said it. When we made this deal, it was known that we were going to have to raise our ticket prices. Gutierrez, I'm pretty sure, said something about yeah, it. Yeah, actually, he did. He did say that at some, like, a every, every person has talked about these ticket prices will rise. Yep. So. But, I mean, it's, I know people keep saying, you know, oh, well, just because, you know, you're paying that much, but you're getting to see, you know, high-level talent on Intimate. But I think, I, I, I know, like, hockey fans think like that you know they think of like oh guess i'll be close we get to see lucas raymond or you know clayton keller or whatever but like i wonder what the average joe thinks you know like mean the casual fan like the ones that just kind of go every now and then you know they get a ticket from work or something i wonder how they're going to react to the pricing and intimacy of arena like that i'm curious i think it's i think that's going to be tough to say for the because those fans aren't going to be going to the stadium. If you think about it, it's going to be sellouts almost every single night, if not every single night. Dang near. Actually, it will be sellouts every single night. Yeah, still the press um, take up like a thousand seats or something, like all the you know media people and the whatever. It takes up like a hundred, something like that. Still Most press seats. boxes are like 60 seats or so, so... Um, yeah. So yeah, that has some. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a sellout every night. The average Joes who want to go to a game aren't going to go to a bad hockey team. True. They yeah, I mean, pay what they'll have to pay because it's going to be a sellout. That's a good way of looking at it. So, unfortunately, those people won't be here for the next couple of years. Um, we're just. We're not going to be a good team. We're not going to attract that type of fan. Mm. They'll come when Tempe's ready. But imagine being that close to like Clayton Keller and other players. I guess as I keep thinking about that, like, yeah, it, it's a premium price, and it may be crowded in Elbow in Elbow Room, but I've paid worse than that when I bought tickets to a lower level seat here. Yeah, it's just yeah. Lower-level seats are amazing. They're worth the money. But they are expensive. Yeah. But, I mean, if you know, someone like me who lives out of state, you know, I can only go to maybe one or two games, you know, if I really am able to out in Arizona. So, I mean, paying 400 whatever once, yeah, it's kind of worth it for an arena experience like that, I mean. Exactly. And honestly, oh, I, know, yeah, um, it's- I will bring up uh, what's one some Twitter account said? I can't remember. Um, you know about the players you know, being embarrassed to play in the arena or whatever. Honestly, though, like if, if this team is good towards the end of us, you know, I think the last you know, year we'll probably spend there. We'll probably be pretty decent. If we're beating them like seven to one, they try and talk about arena, bro. I'll just laugh them off. If I was a player. Like I don't know why they keep thinking that. <laughs> That's just it. I'm embarrassed to play for this arena. We just lost nine to one. Yeah, exactly. Much more embarrassing than that. I would hate that, dude. especially because you're, especially if you're at home. I think I don't think were you home tonight. I actually watched. I watched the Phoenix. No, we weren't. We were in Calgary. Yeah, so I mean, imagine that being at home, losing nine to one, and seeing like your fans, like your local fans. Is, I don't know. At least if I'm in Calgary, I'm like, oh well, you know, I'm about to go on a plane and never see these people again. You know, so 
don't know. Yeah. So, no, I'm not worried about players' embarrassment over the arena. Yeah, I'm not We against. got Nathan Smith to sign here. We got Jack McBain to sign here. Yeah, knowing what they're getting into. Like they they yeah, know exactly. so well. Like they've they've seen they even got probably a more less restricted because they're not in the NHL. I'm sure the NHL has some restrictions on what they can view or whatever on the outside, but you know, so I mean they got they know exactly what's going on. They probably have Twitter accounts. So I mean that's a good sign. It is. It's a good sign for the future. Kids and want to play for a cool I, hockey team. And four years. Four years away from the arena. Which is crazy. I mean, it's going to go by so fast. Hopefully. I hope. I don't know. This year seems to be dragging on. I don't know. Opposite for me, man. I can't believe it's already mid-April. Okay, let me rephrase that. This season seems to be dragging on. Oh, I was like, man, what are you talking about? This year's flying by. Yeah, honestly. Like, the year's yeah. flying by. Watching these hockey games isn't. Yeah, like, today's my first like Saturday off in a while, and I could have watched the game. But seeing it, like I said, when I scrolled past, it was like 5-1. to one. And I was like, well, Phoenix Rising's on. I'll go ahead and just uh, put that one on. Because I don't feel like embracing the pain. I love enough day at work. Yeah, I wish I had made a different decision as well. <laughs> what a what a season. I hope it, I just hope we get a hype draft pick. I hope we don't get screwed and get stuck with like a four or something. Maybe if we deflating. get the last spot, the lowest we can fall is three. Oh, thank God. Our most... It'd be crazy. It'd be the one time it's like, oh, actually. <laughs> so, hopefully we win. If not, there's three maybe, There's three to four players in this draft that I'm extremely comfortable with. So, good. we're good. That works for me. We definitely need something like that. Yep. Next year's draft is loaded too, though, right? The year after is even better. Jesus. Do you think, I guess it's kind of a controversial hot take kind of question, but if you had to take, like, say, the best players of the 80s and 70s, right, and the best players of the 10s and 20s, who do you think would win? you think hockey's better now or then? If you had to guess or put an opinion on it. Steve, I... I'll be honest, I hate things like that because it's impossible to say. It's essentially two different games. Yeah, I see that. And the players now, part of the reason we're seeing this growth of good players around the league is they're getting... Bigger, faster, stronger at a younger and younger age. Yeah. As we learn more and more about the training and diet and uh, growth and all of that, they're physically maturing faster and they spend more time playing so they get to develop a little bit more too so they are kind of in a way but better but last but the 70s 80s players at the same time if you put these bigger faster stronger players of today and back then those oh. bigger faster stronger players can beat into a they really are the game is so different i mean 
watch a goalie of today and then go back and watch the goalies that Gretzky was shooting up. Yeah, not good. And it's night and day. They don't even look like they play the same position anymore. Hmm. So, I don't like comparing generations to basketball. They're not basketball. Hockey players? Each other. It was one of those things where it popped up on my screen and I said what I read. <laughs> I hate um, when that happens. <laughs> yeah, it, it's the worst. Uh, but it's, I don't like comparing generations towards each other. And I don't, that's why Michael Jordan was the GOAT of his generation. LeBron James was the GOAT of his generation. For each their own separate note, because you can't compare the two. That's a pretty, yeah, I could see that, I guess. Just each generation of player is so different. Each generation of the league is so different. And in 20 years, we're going to be. God, don't remind me. The old men calling about how. Oh, man. Friday. (laughs) Austin Matthews. Oh, yeah, that too. Austin Matthews. Let me tell you about him. All right. Oh, <laughs> oh there was this kid, Clayton. We used to have bobbleheads when we for giveaways. Now you got future laser sticks. You're just being the speed on Connor McDavid. These guys <laughs> on the rocket powered skates couldn't keep up with him. Go to bed, Grandpa. <laughs> So, back in my day, they called the Ottawa Senators, not the Tulsa Senators. And that's all the time we're going to take today, Professor Grandy, for our third take. Uh, we'll definitely, if you guys like this sort of thing, we'll keep doing this, call in our fireside chat, maybe change out the hosts. Uh, we'll figure something out. We'll make it fun. Somehow. Any closing remarks? Thank you all for listening. Let us know what you think of this, and let us know who you want to see in the fireside chat next time. From all of us here, we will see you next time.